This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Preston, episode 60, Building a Business. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for goal-getting, fear-facing women who are kicking ass by creating change. I'm your host, Lindsay Preston. I'm a wife, mom of two, and a multi-certified life coach to women all over the world. I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me as I challenge you to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you are meant to be. Let's do this. Hey there, Miss Unstoppable. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. This week's episode is for you if you are somebody who has considered starting a business or maybe you've started one and you just want a little more insight about what's in store for you as you have this business. So today I'm interviewing business coach for women, Kimberly Brock. Kimberly and I actually met at the end of 2019. I'm not sure how we met. We met somewhere online and we just gravitated toward each other. Kimberly is such a go-getter. She has a positive energy. She's also a Texas girl like I am, so maybe that has something to do with it. But we just connected really well. I love her energy. I was actually on her podcast called She's Just Getting Started. I was actually one of her very first episodes. I was her first interview guest, and we talked all about the Clifton Strengths, which many of you know. I'm a huge fan of that assessment. And we were talking about how you can use your strengths to build a business that's authentic to you. I think that's a huge piece when you're building a business is to know who you are so you are ensuring you are building a business that is right for you. So many coaches out there, they just give you kind of these formulas and these systems that have worked for them, which is great. But what happened to me and what happens to other people is you start building that thinking, okay, this is the formula to success, but really it was a formula for their strengths and what they wanted with their values and their passions. And so it ends up kind of falling flat, at least did for me and for many of my colleagues. So Kimberly, um, I love because she understands that. And she also had a business outside the online world or really outside like the online coaching world is what I'm meaning there. She had a boutique business and she'll tell you all about it in the interview. And she had that for many years and she's had some other businesses in there and has a corporate background. And so she just knows her stuff when it comes to building a business beyond just like this coaching world that I tend to be in and I tend to have clients who want to be in this world. So this episode is for anybody who wants to build any kind of business, but specifically something on online. So maybe you have a storefront business, but then maybe also an online business too, because that's really Kimberly's um, zone of genius. So in this interview, we're talking about the good, the bad, the ugly of starting a business. Um, We're going into really some honest conversations here about things that can be hard. A lot of people like to just paint this picture that it's all rainbows and butterflies, and it is not. It is hard, especially the first few years. You're not getting a ton of results yet. Um, You're usually not making any money. You know, I'm just at a point in my business now six years in where I'm starting to make 
a really good income. Now, granted, I had some bumps along the way where I kind of pulled out of the business here and there. I really think had I gone all in and probably had a strong business coaching, it would have been a two-year process, which is which is pretty average. Um, but that's, again, why I wanted to bring Kimberly on because I wish I would have had somebody like her in my journey to really guide me, mentor me, and um, just keep me focused on where she knew or where I knew I wanted to go, but she could guide me in that way with her um, mentorship. So Kimberly will tell you all about her background in the interview. One quick fact I do want to tell you about her. I don't remember all five of her top strengths, and I was kind of searching through my email. She told me once verbally what they are, but I do remember she has Maximizer and Arranger, which is like so perfect for her role. If you're a Clifton Strengths person, you totally get it. But I remember on the interview I had with her, and we actually linked that interview in the show notes too if you want to go listen, um, I gave her like a little strengths reading in the interview about how her strengths work together and how how they uniquely make her. So if you've never experienced the fun of having your top five strengths looked at in a, in a way by me or by somebody else, I don't know anybody else who really does that, but it's so fun. Um, so anyways, that's a little bit about Kimberly. I hope you love this interview. She is so much fun to listen to. So you are in for a treat, my friend. Here she is. Kimberly, I'm so stoked to have you on the Unstoppable Woman podcast. I told the listeners all about you and how we met and how you impressed me and even all your strengths and why you're, <laughs> you're meant to do what you do. But tell them from your mouth, your background and how you got business-wise to be where you are today. Yes, Lindsay. Thank you so much for having me today. So I started in corporate technology sales out of college. I'm from Austin, Texas, and worked at Dell Computers for a long time and loved it. But there came a point that I decided I wanted to start my own business. So a friend and I started our first business together in Austin, Texas, doing what you would now call pop-up shows. We would have different um, shows around Austin, Texas, presenting physical products that we sold. And it was all kinds of home accessories and decor and kids items and all of that. So we would just randomly have shows at like hotels or people's houses, like in the hotel lobby for real and like people's houses. And we would put out all of our products and sell it. So we gained a loyal following through that in Austin and it was so much fun. And then eventually I moved to Houston and started my first online business. So what I did was take that core business that we had with all the home accessories, which was called In This Very Room, and I took it online and created an online boutique in 2003 that I ran for 16 years. And it was a total blast, and it evolved over the years. It turned from home accessories into all types of monogrammed and personalized gifts. So you probably know all of that has, you know, became so popular years ago where everyone wanted like monogrammed towels and monogrammed bags and cute backpacks for kids that were monogrammed. So I was really in a good spot during that time. Not many people were selling that online and I had front page Google, you know, search results, which was awesome. And it carried me for many, many years. And it was awesome. And I ran it out of my home and I actually started a second online store that was birthed out of in this very room. I opened another business called kidsorfans2.com, which was all kinds of kids and baby fan gear. 
So like college themed fan gear, so like Texas Longhorns, Florida Gators, whatever the team, it'd be like a baby onesie and sippy cups and pacifiers and all that. Now, mind you, I didn't make any of this. It was all products that were resold. So basically it was like a store that you would go to, except I was online. And so it was so much fun for so many years, but eventually I got to the point where it had changed and I didn't know if the current selling environment with Amazon and everything else going on, if I, you know, really wanted to keep doing that or if I wanted to start something new. So I eventually closed those two businesses and decided I felt called to help other women build businesses for themselves as well. So that's what I do now. That's what's brought me here. It's all my years of experience selling online and all my knowledge and all the reality of what it takes to run your own business yourself and be in charge of that and know that you are also serving people. And that's what I've done to this business. So now I help people move forward with their businesses, whether they're just trying to gather a business idea or actually start their business or build their business and get to that next milestone. That's what I do now. And I have a podcast and it's so much fun. And no, I'm not the end all be all business coach, but I'm definitely someone who's had personal experience and I've had lots of success over the years. I had two multi six figure businesses for 16 years. No, I wasn't flying on private jets. No, I wasn't staying at some Dubai fancy hotel, but I was living my dream, right? I was getting to stay home with my three children, work on my terms, make a difference in this world and build something special for myself. So I have kind of the real version of what it's like to start and build your own businesses and then be able to make impact that I was created to make. So yeah. And now you can help everybody else do the same. (laughs) Yes. And it's so much fun because it can be hard. Let's face it, building your own business. And you know, Lindsay, I know, I mean, you have a business, although you serve a way higher purpose of helping people make a difference in their lives, you're building a business too. And we all know it can be hard and it can feel lonely. And so that's what I wanted to kind of do is come in and say, I get it. I've been there. Let's do this together and move forward with your business. So then let's talk about the good, bad, and ugly. Yes. Let's okay. do that. Let's talk about the good <laughs> first because some of it is like the flexibility. Yes. So like uh, for a lot of people, they're, they're going to like this higher calling, this higher purpose. Right. Um, tell me some more benefits that you see. Well, I love that. I, I mean, a lot of women say that they want to start a business because they want to make money, right? So that's the the obvious thing at the beginning is you're like, I want to make money, but I want to do it doing something that I actually enjoy and love. Okay. So we take it a step further and we say, okay, now I get to actually have a career that I enjoy and I love. And then you go beyond that and you say, it's something that I want to do that I can create impact with, that I can make a difference in, that I can change people's lives. And when I say change people's lives, not everyone is doing what you're doing, Lindsay, which is really deep work. Some people like me were just selling monogram gifts, but it was fulfilling because I would be there at that moment when people wanted to buy something special for their friends or their family or their own child. And they wanted it to be special and have that just good feeling, you know, when you get, when you buy something cute that maybe you spend a little extra money on and you're excited about and to be able to let people be proud of the gifts that they give. For me, that was fun. 
And I love that. And I loved the products, but no, I wasn't like you <laughs> doing the deep work, but you can make a difference, whether it be in small or big ways. So I think those are the big benefits and that you get to live life the way you want to live it. You can build your business on the side. Like as you hear the buzzword, the side hustle, some people do that where they just work a few hours a week or they turn it into a full-time career like I did and even open a second business because they know what they're doing. You learn the formula and you can expand. So it's just, it's really a neat thing. And it also too, I mean, I have to say this. So before I started this business right here, helping other women with their businesses, I hit a low point because I was feeling really down on myself. I knew I wanted a new career and I thought, well, I could start a new business, but I don't know what business to start. Or I could go back to corporate technology sales. And I got really down on myself. And then when I really dug deep and said, what do I want to be doing? How do I want to be influencing others' lives? That's when opportunities came to me. It wasn't just about the money. It was actually doing something that I loved and could make impact with. So that's kind of, you know, important. And how do I say it? Um, just some of the benefits that you get to create something special and also make a difference. Yeah. So, and like you said, you build the skill set of like, okay, I've mastered this once. Let me do it again. Right. Right. Yeah. You can do that. And it's easy to yeah. duplicate. If you have some kind of Etsy store, or you have some other, maybe you teach piano lessons, but now you know how to duplicate, duplicate that and say, well, now I can offer guitar lessons and I can start a difference or I can help people build their own band out of their, you know, there's all right. sorts of creative things you can do with your skill set, And that's kind of where I was before I started this business. Sometimes you're reaching going, well, I don't really know what skills I have. Cause that's what happened to me. I sat there and went, what skills do I have? And then I like looked in the mirror and went, duh, you've been running your own businesses. You have that skill set. You know how to do that. So people don't realize the knowledge and the expertise that they already have that they've already built up over all these years, whether you've been a stay-at-home mom and you haven't even had a job, or maybe you have, you don't realize the skills that you have. So it does take some work, some work within yourself to really draw that out so you can find the perfect business for you and the perfect business model that fits your life right now. Because what may work today for you will look different in 10 years. Like if you have kids now, they go off to college you can change your business model, right? You can, you can do it different. You can open a physical store because now it doesn't matter if you're gone all day or just things like that. So that's what's neat. You can fit it around your life. Yeah. So. Well, and the other thing I love about having a business is you're in control a little bit more of how much money you make. Like once you realize True. how money is made and then you know how to go make it, like True. so many possibilities versus in the corporate world, it'd be like, wow, I really hope we get that 3% raise this year. Fingers crossed. It's so true. <laughs> you're, you're taking it into your own hands yeah. and what you put into it is what you get out of it. And by what I, what I mean by putting into it is not necessarily time. It's putting in smart moves and being exactly. strategic about how you run your business. You get to set the hours, you get to set the time, but being strategic, like you said, in creating different business models that allow you to have the income that you need and that maybe that you desire. Maybe you have goals for certain incomes that you income that you want to make. So yeah. Okay. So that's the good stuff, which is yes. good. Yeah. Bad. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well. <laughs> It can be really hard to manage your time. When, if you have kids, for example, or you have another job, trying to figure out how you're going to fit this in. I was just talking to someone who had 
um, messaged me about how in the world she goes from her corporate job into starting her own business and she's exhausted. She has toddlers. And I said, it's going to be hard. I'm not going to lie. Something's going to have to give either during the week. You have to get up earlier or on the weekends. You're going to have to work if you have a full-time job and there's no way you can get out of that. That's the bad is that it's going to take some time. Does it have to take over your life? No, but it will eat up some extra time. But the bad is that sometimes things just don't work out. You launch a product or you launch launch a service and you think because you build it, they will come. They don't always come and you have to market your business and you have to be creative about how you do that. Um, I think the bad about it is sometimes people are too risky with their investments and it can be really scary. For example, before I started this business, I came literally inches (laughs) from opening my own facial spa. And I've talked about it before on my podcast. I went through all of the research. I had a consultant that had walked me through all the costs involved and I got super scared and it was super, it felt super risky. And I was going to cost like a half a million dollars to open up this facial spa, but I kept going over to the area that we were looking at putting it and I wasn't seeing the right foot traffic. And I wasn't just seeing the clientele that I thought would support this type of business. And in my gut, I knew it was risky and thank you, Lord, that I didn't do it because that was a year and a half ago before COVID and all this. If COVID had hit, my business would have been done. I'm telling you right now, because you would have been in the building stage. It takes two years to build that kind of business and it would have been, you know, really bad for my family. So that's what you have to watch out for. What are you able to risk? I didn't feel I was able to risk that. Other people I know are just fine risking that. They're okay. They can do that, but I couldn't. So I think that's what's hard is that you can risk a lot of money. You can buy too much inventory. I've actually made that mistake myself in my online businesses, too much money into certain products that didn't sell and ended up with like a ton of inventory. So that's the bad that can happen. So again, you have to be smart. You have to do your research. You have to talk to other people and utilize some type of mentor or coach like myself to help guide you. So you don't make those type of mistakes because they can be big ones big ones. And I'm trying to think what else is bad about it. Um, I can throw in a couple of things. Yes, really. do it. Throw them in. And it's not bad. It's just things you have to work through. And, right. and especially like in my space and helping other coaches, potentially when I'm coaching clients, um, it's visibility and getting visible and putting yourself out there. Yeah, and- that's hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because especially if you're selling yourself in essence, it's one thing if you're saying, oh, look at my new shop. But if you're selling yourself, right. there's a whole nother aspect. But even any, if you're selling just a product, you're still putting yourself out there. Like I'm standing behind this and you have right. to be ready for people who don't get it or don't support it or whatever. Um, so that's what I'd say is one of my biggest things I've had to overcome. Right. Right. Um, I think too, is just getting out of the mindset that most of us are taught of, which is what they call like the employee mindset or the worker mindset of, um, like time for dollars mentality right? and, um, kind of being told what to do and holding yourself accountable. I right. see a lot of struggle for other people or two, just not seeing your results quite yet. And then yes. like that, 
messing with your beliefs and then you back out and then you're back in. And so again, like getting that coaching, it's a lot of mindset. Like once you get the mindset, oh my gosh, you're you're pretty good. You're so right on that. I mean, it's hard and you have, you have to realize too, when you start a business, you're not necessarily profitable right away. It takes like stages, you know, of product creation and then product testing, making sure people are loving it and tweaking it. And then a whole marketing stage of how you're going to get this word out there. And then maybe again, tweaking your offerings yet again. I mean, you're right. It, it's hard at the beginning. There's not a steady income necessarily. It can be, but not necessarily. And that can be hard because if your family is depending on income right away, don't because it takes, don't, don't. don't. So keep your other job. I would never tell anyone quit your job right now and just start this. I mean, no, let's ease into it. Let's figure out what we can do now with the time that you have and then build it to a spot where you could quit your job. And then now you've already got this proven product or service or offering that you can make money on and have a dependable income. Yeah. So So. what I hear in there is patience. It takes a lot of patience. Yeah. Like you said, the tweaking and going back to it and staying devoted to it. When you see a lot of people around you, it's like, Hey, you want to go to the bar? You want to go out and you're working on the weekends or in the evening, you're tired. And a lot of people don't get that. And still just having the vision and staying committed to the vision, I think has been a hard one. Yes. Yes. And I think if you feel like you're really on a mission to do something, whatever that mission is, when you wholeheartedly believe in it, you will keep going. It's not a, it's not a question of, okay, I'm going to quit tomorrow. I think the people who quit are people who are just in a business to have a business, to say that they have a business. And I think that's a big mistake. You have to, and I, and I tell everyone this, you have to know yourself first. So what's awesome is the people that you're working with who may be considering starting a business are getting to know themselves much better and get rid of the junk, as you say, that they have in their life so that they can go into something wholeheartedly and in their best what do you call it? Their best mode, right? Right. Their most authentic self. Yes. Their most authentic. Yes. That's what it is. So you have to know yourself first as a business owner at all. As a human being, you need to know yourself, but as a business owner, you must. Then I think another thing people do wrong is they don't understand the different business models that they could use for themselves. Some people may may say, my dream is to have a store. I want a store. I want a store. But that doesn't necessarily fit into their life. And so they go and open a store. They risk all this money. Now they've got to hire people because they're doing other things with their family and raising kids. And this isn't what they thought. You really have to come up with the business model that works for you. And when I say business model, that's just a fancy term for how are you going to sell your services? Are you going to do it online? Are you going to do it through an Instagram page and sell your stuff to get it going or an Etsy page? Or are you going to go to people's homes and offer a service? Are you going to have virtual workshops? Are you going to work one-on-one? What is the way, what is the method that you are going to go about it? And a lot of people don't really take the time to work through that let their creative juices flow and what and think about all the options and then pick one that fits their lifestyle right now. So that's a mistake. And then I think the other mistake is that people don't research and validate their idea. They just assume I'm going to make these cute, you know, 
baby hats and maybe people don't really want those baby hats. That's a bad example. But do you know what I'm saying? Like it has to be something that's in demand that people want and research it and talk to other people. And and if it's going to be at a physical location, are they looking to see that that is the right location? Like I said, the example with the facial spa. Did you actually go over to that location and verify that the people in that area are actually the type that would fit your target market that would want your product or service? So you have to make sure, and there's simple ways you can go about it. This is not some long, you know, drawn out process. This is a process that you must go through. So you can feel confident that you are in the right direction for you personally and that you know that it's going to work and that you are comfortable with. You don't have to do what everyone else is doing. You get to do your own thing now, which is awesome. So yeah, such great tips. I wish I would have had that. (laughs) (laughs) I know a lot of people say that they tell me that they're like, you know what? I've realized after going through your stuff that I didn't really validate my idea. And again, it doesn't take that much work. It's just kind of knowing the right things to do and questions to ask and ways to research so you can know, okay, this, this is good. This is a good idea. And I should move forward. Yeah. Yeah. You know, totally. Yeah. So even with the bad Kimberly, would you say the good's still worth it? The all in is all worth it. Oh (laughs) my, I have, I'm one of those people that I like I beam when I talk about having my own business, not because as I said, I'm flying on private jets and I'm on a beach, you know, every week. I'm not. The reality is I get to work out of my home. I get to work out when I want. I get to go to Bible study when I want. I get to hang out with my husband when I want, do stuff with my kids. And I'm building the business the way that is comfortable to me. And I get sad when people say, you know, well, my business isn't making this much money or it's not this kind of business. It doesn't have to. It should fit what your goals are. If you want to make a thousand a month, you can do it and be proud of that and be excited because that's all you needed, right? You just wanted to be able to sell these awesome, you know, monogram gifts that you made. You just that's all you want to do. Or you just wanted to offer piano lessons at people's homes and help them develop a life skill. You know, it doesn't have to be this multi-million dollar business or it can be. You just take the right steps to get there. But I just, I want people to be proud of what they've created and that they've been able to create it on their terms and, and not just keep comparing themselves to other business owners because your business gets to be what you want it to be. Yeah, I totally so. agree. <laughs> it's so hard not to get our ego wrapped in that though. It know? is. Yeah, it, it is. And you see it on Instagram. And I just, I joke about the private jets stuff all the time because I cringe when I see that because I go, that's not my motivation for having this business. My motivation is to create something all my own, to make money doing what I love and create the impact I was meant to be making. That's why I'm doing it. So when I see people with the private jet and flaunting that and doing that, I'm like, that's awesome that they built that business. I mean, high five, you did it and you made, but I just sit there and go, that's not the reason. I did this and I don't want to be showing that. I would rather be like, look, I was able to help these four people get their business going to me. That is so much more rewarding than some of these other things you see. And like you said, it's an ego thing. So you just kind of have to put blinders on and just look at Instagram or look at other business owners or talk to business owners in a way that helps you glean insights from them, but doesn't cause you to feel jealousy or less than because of it. Yeah. 
Well, it's so hard because that's what we're shown, right? Like you're saying, that's the the deem of success of right. the private jets and all that. And so like, yes. like you said, putting the blinders on and being like, wait a second, what were my reasons again? Yes, what, exactly. What yes. Yeah. Like I realized this, Kimberly, so we're recording this on Wednesday. So on Monday, I was just kind of taking in, I was like observing my whole day. I don't even know why I did this, but I woke up, I got my daughter to school and I was just kind of going through my day. And then I realized, okay, how much new business did I close at the end of the day? And I think it was something like 5k. And I was like, okay, so I just walked through my day. I basically hung out with my son all day, like hung out with my daughter and I made 5k. Like soak that in, Lindsay. Like, right. Like you are like living the flicking freaking dream that you, you are, you know, that's what, Yes. And, but think what it's taken you to get there. This was not overnight. This was you taking a strategic path to get to where you are. And you took the tweaking. It took the blood, sweat, and tears. It took the mentoring. You always say you have a coach, right? You have people mentoring you and helping you. And so I think that's, that's part of it, that it's not overnight, but when you do get there, sometimes we fail to realize the milestones that we've hit, you know, and that was good that you recognize that. And you said, oh my gosh. I I'm doing this. I've built this. How rewarding is that? I mean, that has to be the best feeling. Totally. I love that. Yeah. And it goes back to one of the other benefits too, is like you always have your foot on the pedal, like in a corporate job, sometimes you don't, you you're limited. And so with my business, like for a year or so, I was bringing in 5k a month revenue and I was totally happy with that. Right. But then a few months ago, I was like, you know what? I'm ready to amp this up a little bit. And I could immediately just start amping it up. You know, and then I can put my foot on the brake a little and be like, well, you know, Christmas is coming up. So December, I'm going to hold off. Yes. And so I get to always just live in my values, my priorities. Yes. I love that. I love hearing you say that. Like this, this kind of thing makes me so happy because I think that's what a lot of women are searching for. Just to be able to have that ability. And when you need to pull in more income, something is going on in your life, or you just, you need to for your savings or whatever, you can do that. You can put more work into it because now it, once you build an audience, once you build what some call a fan base, once you build people around you that believe what you believe, you can put your foot to the pedal and you can stir up new business and you can do new things to help them, which in turn will bring you more income. Yeah. So I yeah, love that. it's really just the building phase. I think that's the hardest. It is. It yeah. is. And marketing, marketing is tough because yeah. there's so many ways out and it changes so fast. Mm-hmm. It changes so fast, social media and everything else that we should be doing. It, it, it's hard. So yeah. Yep. Building and marketing is tough and you need people around you to help you, but you can't just go at it alone or you're going to just bang your head against the wall because totally. there's so much information out there online. Cause that's what we do. What do we do? We go online, we start researching and yes, it works. Yes. You can find out stuff, but it's kind of good to find a few people that you follow and stick with their methodology. If you like it and they align with your values and, and you appreciate their success, whatever, that, you know, their success is and you follow them so that you have a consistent path and a consistent message versus pulling from every, you know, guru mentor person that you hear or see online, you know? So I usually tell people that stick with less than a handful and just go with those and just keep pounding it in your head. So you learn and you grow and you take steps and move forward. Yeah. You know, if I think back to my journey, Kimberly, it's the times when I had, you know, a business coach or mentor, 
those are the times that I really grew. And then there are times I'm like, I think I'm good on my own. And then I'd start to like flounder a little bit. Yep. So yeah. I, that's why I love what you do. I wish I would have had you years ago. And oh, now we're so at this, this point where, you know, I've told you with my clients a lot, you know, we dig and clear out all the crap that's holding them back. Yes. And we figure out who they are in a really deep level. And for some of them, it's like, wow, I'm starting to think I might want to own a business. Yes. So then you come in and it's like, okay, well, here's Kimberly. Yeah. So, so <laughs> I appreciate that. Yes. So let's talk about that, Kimberly. What yes. does that look like? So basically I am trying to help people move forward with their business. And that could mean someone right now, if you're listening and it's you that you've been thinking, I want to start my own business, but I'm not really sure what type of business I should start actually have a discovery process for you that you could work through on your own, or you can in tandem hire me to, you know, walk you through it personally, but a lot of people are able to just work through it on their own. And so I actually just created a new workshop to help those people like you who are in ground zero. I didn't go into this um, thinking in my mind, oh, I'm going to help people figure out what type of business they should start. I came into this because I thought, oh, I'm going to help them. They're starting their business. We're going to move forward. But I realized there are a group of you that are stuck trying to nail your idea and know how to research and validate it. So create a new workshop to do that. And then I'll be creating more programs coming coming up soon that help take you down that path so you can get to your first thousand a month and your first 5K month and, and move forward like that. And I do offer strategy sessions as well. But I have to tell you, I've got a lot of free resources. So for any of you out there that are looking to start your business and you just want to get more information, I have you know, some free resources, like 16 steps to get your business started. I've got a free just checklist for that. And I know a lot of you are deep thinkers and really are looking into starting a business because you want to, you know, work toward that higher purpose, that higher calling. And I actually have a little mini guide that helps you discover your true business purpose. So that's something you can work through that might help you get in the right direction to figuring out your business and all that. So that's really what I'm doing through the podcast and through the free tools. People can glean a lot of insights and learn things so that they can move forward. But then if you need, if you find yourself needing more personal help, I'm always available to do that. Yeah. Tell them about the podcast. So I have a pod- podcast called She's Just Getting Started. And Lindsay, in fact, was my first guest oh interview. God, I forgot about that. <laughs> Lindsay, how did you, oh my God. I, I tried to listen the other day. I was like, I don't know if I can listen to myself in those first episodes. And you were so kind and so gracious and came on. I had found you somewhere. I don't know if it was in a Facebook group or whatever. I was like, oh, she sounds perfect. This is exactly because you were talking about purpose and people, you know, bettering themselves. And I was like, this is who I want to align myself with. It's people like Lindsay. So I had you on the show and it was awesome talking about your strengths and my strengths. And I thought that episode was so much fun. And in fact, the information that you gave through the podcast and the information that I've learned about you, I actually gave you a shout out in that new workshop that I created. I just had to tell you that because I was talking about the Strengths Finder book, which is now called, is it Clifton Strengths? Clifton Strengths, yeah. Clifton Strengths, okay, yeah. which I love it. And I had the little book and I was showing it and I gave a shout out to you. So it's like, she was my first podcast guest guest, but she is a life coach and this is important to people's lives is understanding their strengths. So anyway, that was the fun fact is that you were one of my first (laughs) episodes and my first interview episode. So yeah. So every Thursday I drop new episodes and I'm sure Lindsay can probably put the link below if you just want to get some business tips and motivation to light a fire under you so you can get moving forward with your business. Yeah. We'll put all those links in the show notes. 
But Kimberly, what if somebody is like, okay, I know where I want to go. I know I want to start my business and I want to get the ball moving as fast as possible. Is that working with you one-on-one? Yes. I actually offer one-on-one, I call them power hour strategy sessions. So you can do one hour with me and we can get you rolling. I am a no fluff kind of person. I know I laugh a lot and joke, but really in these sessions, it's a down to business. And so I try to make them as efficient as possible. And you can come in and I can give you, we can work through an outline of the things that you need to be doing. So you can have an action plan and you can move forward. If you need more sessions with me, of course, people can always book those, but, um, it's not something right now that I have a lock-in for an, any amount of time or anything like that. It's just when you need me, call me. I'm ready to help you move forward. Awesome. Yes. So exciting. Again, <laughs> I wish I would have had this years ago. Oh my goodness. So like you just got to go online and you're like, okay, where do I go from here? I know I what know. I want to do, but I know. do I it's start hard. with Facebook or LinkedIn or? I know. D- deciphering yeah. all of that. It's confusing. It's overwhelming. It's information overload. And you can get tugged in so many directions when you're trying to start. And it's important you just focus. First, you start with your why, as you always hear, you know, why you're doing this. And then the skills that you have and the expertise and knowledge that you have. And you kind of couple those together to find that that intersection of your strengths and your skills. And also, it's your passions. And then you move forward and go, let's validate this idea and make sure it's a good one that's going to work before you put money into it, before you put time into it and your reputation into it, right? You want to start on the right foot and then you can move forward. So it's super exciting and it's not as hard as people think. I hear a lot of people say, I'm scared to start a business because I'm afraid I'm going to fail or I'm going to lose money. And I get it that those are totally valid. It's scary to me when I was figuring out what business I wanted to start next, same thing. But that's why we take the proper steps to set the foundation, to do the things that you are having them do because everything you're having them do is understand themselves better and know how to move forward with their life. And once you know that, then you start getting into the nitty gritty of business models and what you can do. And it's just so exciting because you too can make a difference in this world. I'm telling you, you've got something special that the world needs that you can offer through a business of your own, where it's not in a self-serving, narcissistic way. It's in service of others that allows you to have a career that you love. So that's really what it is. Totally. If I were to look back at Lindsay, like five years ago, Kimberly, I guess six years at this point, I just thought, oh, I just want to make enough money to like pay my bills and do something that I love enough. And I had no idea what was in store. And I, I wish I would have signed on the dotted line so much faster because it's just like, you don't even realize how amazing it can be on the other side. But you just have to step so into true. that fear and like you trust do. the journey. And, you do. You and do. Just, and just trust in people to help you along the yes. way. Yes. Get, yeah. get the, get a good circle of people around you. And some people have business owner friends or mentors in, in their lives that they can utilize. Make sure you do that. You need a team. It takes a village, right? You need a team around you to help support you. So you take the right steps and that you don't go at this aimlessly and you don't just start some random business that you don't like. And that flops. You want to set yourself up for success, but no, you can do it. It's baby steps. It's not jumping off a cliff. It's taking steps, moving forward and moving in the right direction that feels comfortable to you, but that also will make the money you need to make. Cause let's face it, we need to make money, right? But do it in an intelligent way and utilize what you already know and love. So they'd have to go learn a new skill. 
You don't have to take on some, you don't have to be an innovator. You don't have to be Steve Jobs. You can be you with everything that you've learned in your life and everything that you've done and put that into a package that works for other people and can make a difference. Yeah. Oh, so goodness, Kimberly. <laughs> it's I just so love fun. you. I it's love so your fun. passion. Oh, that's so um, nice. Thanks Thank so you, much Lizzie. for coming on and talking today. And we've got what all the blast in the show notes for everybody. But um, if you're a client of mine and you're going to start a business, just know I'm going to be starting to refer you to Kimberly. <laughs> Here you go. Wonderful. I'm Uh, so excited. I would love to help you all because I just think entrepreneurship is so rewarding, not only financially, but personally, you you too can make a difference. So you have, Lindsay, made a big difference in people's lives. And I just, I love hearing your podcast and everything you have going on. It's, it's awesome. Thank you, Kimberly. You're changing the world. You too. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Lindsay. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Become an Unstoppable Woman. Make sure to subscribe to the show so you get new episodes every Monday. And I'd love it if you left a review for the show too, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. If you want even more from the show, come join the conversation online in my community. Each week we break down the episode and you have a private space to ask your questions. To join, go to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-E, Preston.com forward slash community. And if you feel like you're really ready to change your life, let's work together in my coaching programs. I have a free assessment that's the first step to seeing if we're a good fit. Just go to lindsayepreston.com forward slash assessment to take it now. Thanks again for tuning into the show today. I'm so grateful you're here and I'll see you next time. But until we meet again, remember my friend, you're only as unstoppable as you believe you can be. So believe in yourself, you got this.